we here. We here. How we feeling? We feeling great? We great. Yeah, man. I know I'm feeling good. Because it's the birthday week. I brought the champagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talent clapping in the background. Hopefully this shit don't pop on me. Yo, just aim it away from me, please. Yo, relax. Take my first rodeo. It's the birthday week. I did not plan shit besides bringing alcohol and getting fucked up. Jamali's face. Can we just get a close-up of him? <laughs> He's looking scared of shit right now. I'm not looking scared, bro. Just putting the ball in This has face. been a countdown. We've been waiting for this. Putting the ball in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't fizz. Don't fizz. Woo! You missed it. Oh, come on. <laughs> you missed the pop. They heard it, though. <laughs> I wasn't impressed at all. Let me just pour a little something for myself. Get myself started. Glasses, gentlemen. Glasses, gentlemen. As we yeah. celebrate. That's going to look funny on camera. You're fucking <laughs> weird, bro. As we celebrate two people on the podcast, making it another year. I'm turning 31. Jason already turned 32, but he's looking 45. <laughs> But with the haircut, it dropped him down five points, so he's a 40. Um, nah, bro, with the haircut, he aged five. <laughs> you see how people hate. Yeah. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 what are you doing? It's my birthday, I can do what I want. What are you doing? <laughs> it's my birthday, I can do what, what I want. want. At least chairs, bro. Come on, have some respect for the process. Eye Six. contact, eye contact, come on. Trying to have good luck and sex. <laughs> uh, I don't need your eyes contact for to that. To more years, to more success, to more life. I wouldn't... I wouldn't want to do this with any other brothers, man. I love you guys. Cheers, man. Yeah. To our birthdays. Yeah, good. It's over. Ah, delicious. Got the champagne. Got some brewskis. Got the homies. Tyler, you're a homie too. Even though he never talks, it's all good. He does, just not on the he mic. He just he makes us look good. He makes sure our sounds are right. Should get a little mic for Tyler. No, nah, Tyler doesn't want to be on, and I respect it. He just wants to be behind the scenes, you know, doing his thing. It's all good. But with that being said, hello everyone, and welcome to the birthday week edition of the Don't Be Mad podcast. You know Tyler could have just added that <laughs> that noise in, right? No, I'm doing it with my mouth. Alright, blow up the mic. Be a long week. A Your long. weekly dose of a couple brothers. Kicking back, shooting the shit, having some drinks, yep. and celebrating life. I'm your boy Matthew, and I'm joined here as always with Talk Boy. Oh come on, we do this every week. We, it's not that hard. You know, I, I figured it's Jason's birthday. I'll give him, let him go next. <laughs> but it, clearly, he's not here enough to recognize his uh, his position. Can one of you just introduce yourself, Jason? Please? Jamali. Thank you guys. That only took too long. And yeah, like I said, it's the birthday week. Been kicking back, chilling. You know, the weather outside is trash. It's been snowing and raining and it's cold as shit. Welcome to Montreal. Probably the only thing I hate about my birthday timing because I'm a summer kid, man. I love I love the summer way too much. But hey, man, we got we got some bubbly. We got some beers. Let's enjoy it, man. So let's start this off how we always do. How's the mental health? How are things going for you guys this week? Good, man. Can't complain. Uh work is busy is busy and uh get any good stuff for the birthday uh not really 
I don't really celebrate my birthday like I used to back in the day, like go out and party on that yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, we're getting older. We're getting, we're getting a bit more old, washed. Bro. Can't do that stuff anymore. We're Real getting washed. Life. It's okay. Real life kicks It's okay. In. What about you, Jamali? It's been a long-ass fucking week, but yeah. it's, you know, survived it. You're here. Well, exactly. You're here. As long as you're alive, you're still in the game, man. There you go. That's all that matters. As for myself, the week was busy, but like good busy, you know? Like work was all right. You know, we had some... <laughs> Good things come up for the podcast that's probably going to be announced in the future, depending on how things go. Right. You know, like, it was so busy, though, like, I didn't really have time to plan anything for my birthday outside of, like, a nice little brunch on Sunday. Why do you need to plan something for your birthday? I'm not, well, that's the thing, like, I I didn't really care, like, because I was so busy and, like, so preoccupied with shit, like, it wasn't even, like, on my mind, you know? Like, usually I'd be like, you know, like, let's have, like, a nice, like, Saturday night, go to a bar, go to a club type of shit, but... This time I was like, you know what, fuck it, like, there's more important things happening, let me deal with that, and then, like I said, I sent you guys the message for Sunday, sent close friends the message for Sunday, Wings. so, I mean, if, if you didn't get it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you, don't don't get me wrong, I oh, love you, but I, I wanted to just keep it small, keep it really small, small circle, and, and go like that, because, okay. like I said, it was just a really busy week. And or just get the spaces at next door before it starts piling up. Well, with no, the time, the time we're going to get there, we'll be fine. We'll yeah. be fine. It won't be an issue. It's brunch hours, you know? Like, yep. if people show up at brunch hours. I mean, I'm, I know I'm going to be there when I said I was going to be there. And What do they serve for brunch, anyway? Yo, they got everything, man. Word? They got everything. But I'm, I'm mostly going for the uh, bottomless mimosas and Caesars. That's what I'm there for. The fuck is a Caesar? You don't know what a Caesar is? Nah, bro. No, it's like a it's a vegetable-based drink. Oh, that's that red thing, right? Yeah. No, no it's no, Clamato bro. Caesar. Clamato, yeah. And you're going to get the that. mimosas. You're going to be like me. I get the mimosas. Champagne yeah. and orange juice, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's Probably all we have need. one glass. Dude, if you get bottomless, you're not no point in getting one glass. I don't need to spend that type of bread. One glass is fine. Dude, 30 bucks. I'll be bro. showing up at like maybe 130-ish. Basically, when brunch is ending, yeah. and when it's full, <laughs> when people are showing up because of the football game, that's when you want to show up. That's when I probably would be able to show up, or maybe <laughs> earlier. I don't know. Dude, you're gonna get there on time. How about that? As long as Jason's on time, I'll be on time. <laughs> <laughs> Too codependent. Huh? <laughs> codependent over here. No, this dude is like <laughs> something's wrong with you. Jason's leaving the hood. I'm leaving too. <laughs> Jesus. All right, man. So outside of that, what topics do we have? Because like I said, last week I told you, I am not preparing shit. I'm just here to drink and enjoy the fact that I made it another year. So what's on y'all mind? Like, what do you guys want to What are you grateful table? for? What am I grateful for? Yeah, it's not Thanksgiving, is it? No, but I mean, he made it another year. I mean, American year. Thanksgiving is coming up. Mm-hmm. It was not about Thanksgiving. You don't have to wait till Thanksgiving to give thanks and be grateful about shit. That's a fact. The fact, you know, you got to give them flowers while the people can smell them. Roses. But go ahead. I, I can't say flowers? Isn't a rose a flower? But the saying is precisely roses. But I can't say flowers? Well, I mean, you like dandelions. Jamal, you're, you're, okay you're getting... It's okay to break tradition, you know. We go can ahead. mix it up. Jamal is going crazy. <laughs> He's going crazy. Well, Slowly but surely. I'm thankful for my family, man. Like... You know, last couple of months, things have been heavy with the family. A lot of, like, health stuff here and there. But we've we've really, like, banded together to make sure everything would go as smoothly as possible for those that were in concern. And, like I said, like, seeing another year is always a blessing. 
On top of that, too, like one of my nieces is born literally the day before me, and Saturday's her birthday party. Oh, look at you! Yeah, I got a. She stole my thunder. You're gonna crush that party? Of course, I'm gonna show up, and me and her, we're gonna have cake. We're gonna play games. We're gonna eat cake. It's her birthday, not yours. No, no, no. It, it is her birthday, but I am. The way she stole my thunder, being born a day before me, I have to steal her thunder and be the life of the party. Yeah. <laughs> he reminds me of Will Ferrell in old school. In that, bir- <laughs> in that birthday scene. I can imagine him being like Strikeout! <laughs> no, it's like we get shot with the dark. No, no it's going to be a good time, man. Like, it's pretty much, yeah, it's going to be for her, but there's going to be a lot of family members there. Like, my sister already said she's going to hook me up with a nice little cake. Oh, Thank look God. at you, including you. Damn fucking right. <laughs> You gotta steal her thunder for real. No, man, we're we're gonna share in the moment. Wow, dude, it's our it's gonna be me and my niece's birthday weekend. Like we're gonna have a great fucking time. Thank God. I'm gonna dude. make her like put her hand in the cake like I do every year. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be awesome, nice, man. Crazy. I'm so excited to do it, man. That's cool, man. That's good. But yeah, man. man. I'm really grateful really for my cool. family. Like with everything that's been going on with us, man. Like you need that break. Yeah, legit, we do. And, like, I feel like this is going to be a good weekend for us to just, like, all get together and really just enjoy each other. And it's going to be a good time, man. Hey. Yeah. Well, creating memories, man. What about you, man? Or Jason, what are you grateful for, you know? Another year past. Yeah, so Jason's brother, not mine. Mm-hmm. What am I grateful for? Alive. Haven't been uh, arrested or... Oh, my God. Once in my life, so that's something I'm grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> He's clapping. That's, that's tough. That was a sarcastic clap, by the way. That was an enthusiastic clap. No, he wasn't. A sarcastic I mean, clap I, is a slow clap. <laughs> that was pretty quick. I would think it was more impressive if you were like one of those people who was outside. You know, yeah, you've like, you never been outside. <laughs> you're, you're an indoor person. You the know? furthest you got to outside was on a balcony. <laughs> Dude, I'm outside all the time. Going to time. work and coming back home. Yeah, We're going to school and coming back home. I'm out there. I'm out there. Out there where? I'm Jason out wasn't there. out in these streets. I'm out there. He wasn't gallivanting in nah, these streets. He, was, he didn't know nothing about those life. What <laughs> do you do? More than you. Oh, please. Hey, man, we don't talk about the dark years. This is because he comes from a place where they have drug dealers and crackheads. <laughs> we don't talk about the dark years. Bro, man. where you're from? Huh? Where you grew up. People don't need to know that. Okay, but you grew up in the same motherfucking environment. Make it seem like I grew up in like the hood and he grew up in like with a white picket fence. Bro, you were right there with me. <laughs> fuck you mean <laughs> fuck out of here you guys were fucking neighbors you know what I'm saying this guy's like oh yeah you grew up around uh, crackheads well, right. and drug dealers <laughs> bro the crack was coming from your building <laughs> this guy guy made it seem oh man oh, you're from the hood Jason except you me. want more champagne bro you, you, you yeah, iron yeah, that I'll cup a bit some. too hard I'll take some more he's afraid of his addiction that's why so what? You, you got a hit. Nah, man. Um, no, just grateful for like, you know, another year. Gonna move out soon. Um, with the wife man shit. Hmm? Some with grown the man shit. Yes, with the wife. Woo, look at you. Adulting. I'm still a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I've been living on my own for so long. You know, the whole the whole new venture with the podcast, um, how it's been growing over the past, like, year now. Well, well established year that we've been doing this uh, that's what i'm very grateful for that it's growing and growing doing with you guys the support and everything like that so mm, when you're here yes huh <laughs> you mean the more times i've been here <laughs> let, 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 let him speak man you let see him speak. this hater dog 
Bro, you just said I grew up around crackheads and drug dealers. <laughs> was I lying to what I was saying? You make it, but you, you was have, I lying? You have to was I yourself lying? though. Was I lying? Was I was did I, did what I say was factually a lie? Yes, it was. Huh? No, it wasn't. We grew up together. Yes, it I, was factual. Yes, it was a lie. It, it's not. It's ah, fuck off, man. <laughs> I accept your apology. I accept your apology. <laughs> okay, Jamali, what were you grateful for? It's not my birthday weekend. Yo, we're we're doing the circle. Like it's a kumbaya shit, bro. Just what were you grateful kumbaya for? Shit. You guys don't do that for my birthday. Your birthday's in April. You gotta really announce that? Yes. So when it comes around, we got you, broski. I hope. I'm holding. Yo, you're acting like we didn't do shit for your birthday, huh? Oh yeah, we did actually. Yeah, okay. Relax yourself. Nah, but I'm just you know, happy to be alive like everybody else. Seeing progression, you know. I'm glad to say where I'm at now versus last year is a whole different spectrum. So that's a positive. That's always a blessing. So yeah, man, I'm grateful for every day you're given. You know, beautiful man. That's good, man. That's good stuff. Beautiful man. You know, let's clap it up for that. You're so weird, bro. Let's clap <laughs> it up for that, man. Yo, I told you, mom. Today, I'm just enjoying myself. I don't give a fuck. I'm glad you're happy. I'm, I'm enjoying myself, man. This is my time to just relish in the moment you know and like just appreciate life be positive energy just just throw it out there man hopefully i'm in a happy place like it's cloud nine right now i'm glad man i know what a birthday feels like yeah of course man (laughs) fuck you (laughs) (laughs) cloud nine bro you had 31 of them joints already open to make it 32 33 34 let's go hey we hopefully it's endless you know, and as each year goes on, we progress, man. Well, that's what life's about, right? Damn right. Yeah. That's all I want for us. This podcast, for every for the people listening, all about progression. Always forward, never backwards, man. Let's just go. keep pushing and climbing that ladder. Yeah, man. There you go. All right. So, should we address sad news and then just jump into random stuff? Or? What's sad news? Well, there was the uh, Thousand Oaks shooting that happened this week. Oh, yes. The I know people. That's the one that went in the club at the school or California. something? California. In Cali. Yeah. You know, like, let's just address it quick. Because, I mean, like, last week we had a very... Another one of them joints. Yeah, a very somber episode where we basically just... There's yeah, so it. much that it happened. I saw it. I was depressed. Yeah, it was, it was a sad episode. Too bad you were in here. Unfortunately. Like, I we, we tried that. to avoid it, but at the same time, it's just, like, when you get deep into those conversations, especially when you have, like, that many situations yeah. back to back happen in a week it's hard not to it's hard to get out of that funk you know well it's it's weird because the states right now they've become so normalized to it there's a stat on tv saying that essentially that they have a mass shooting they had over 300 and something mass shootings yeah i think it was a uh, 315 they put out i think it was on wednesday they posted that of the 311 days in the year there's been 307 shootings like a like mass, mass shooting shootings. every day like a mass shooting yeah. every day so, it's, yeah, essentially, it's every one point something days there's been a, a mass shooting. That's, that's Yeah, they don't want... I mean, it's crazy to think that, you know, your Second Amendment is worth more than the lives yeah. of, of your But citizens. you have to understand, this is stuff that was written in, in 1680-whatever what, bullshit. And it's like, come on, you don't... You don't it used to take eight years to reload a gun back then. <laughs> <laughs> it, it honestly did. It took eight years to reload a gun, a musket and stuff. These days, it's like half a second. You're reloading a gun and you're spraying out a full clip at everyone. It's but also, I think the gun, the, the whole that. that whole law was for people using guns to whether hunt or defend themselves. 
Well, no, your it life was, is it not was for threat. that. It was also for like the threat of essentially the British right, coming right, back. Right, the threat. Right, there's no threat to say you yeah. got to do that shit. This is just people going off on a wimp and just going crazy with it's it. It's like if you say if you like go through Boston and you say the British are coming, all of Boston's gonna panic or some shit. They're gonna start arming up and zip. <laughs> just go just go. The like, British are coming. Just, I just, hope that's just pretend case, just pretend to be Paul Revere and just go, the British are coming. You see people from Boston <laughs> just start waking up from their sleep and shit. But yeah, but it's just it's it's unfortunate that after the conversation that we had last week, there was another shooting that came literally right after it and and knowing that like more lives were senselessly lost and you know like there was a woman who was talking about her child that she lost in the shooting and saying how that child survived the las vegas shooting and came home from that but unfortunately didn't come home from thousand oaks and she's tired wow. of people giving thoughts and prayers because Ted Cruz. at this point it's like what are thoughts and prayers man they're nothing right you know especially when you have these these parents and families who their thoughts and prayers are towards getting some type of gun control. Yeah. That's what their thoughts and prayers go towards. Uh, and at a certain point, you really got to ask yourself, like, when are you going to wake up and realize you have to have some type of reform happen for gun control? Like, you have to do it. I, I, like, my, my uncle has, um, he, he told me that um, the reason why a lot of people in the States they're very against the gun control like he's he's all for gun control and everything like that the thing is there's certain there's a process involving the gun control that is not beneficial to like people who are responsible gun owners so for example yeah. like he wanted to buy a, a a sightseeing scope or something like that he has to get it approved he could buy it but he'd have to wait another 12 weeks before he can use it mm. and he's a he's a responsible gun owner yeah. And and that's and that's the thing. Like he said, if that was coming into place, that's the issue. But the whole and that's what's already in place. But I understand that. But place. the whole thing is, at the end of the day, if that's what it requires, I'd for, rather that than yeah. Then yeah, you're, you're yeah, burying twelve kids. You know, no, yeah. I'd rather make sure that every single person who goes to buy a firearm but that's the thing. has to go through a background check. But that's right. the has thing. to go through a, a mental, a evaluation. psychological evaluation. You know, you know like I mean? these crazy. are things that yeah, it may inconvenience the responsible gun owners, but. But that's when part you of see what's in happening society, in the country, yeah. you got to at some point say, you know what, as much as it inconveniences me, somebody who uses guns responsibly, whether it's for hunting purposes or at the range or for personal protection, you got to look at the bigger picture and, yeah, and notice that sure. there are people who aren't part of your small percentage of responsible users. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Um, like, I understand like people's point of view. In regards to that, it's just that you know every state has a different law in terms of who can sell the guns, where you can sell the guns, who can buy the guns, all that kind of stuff. If you have like people who, if there's like a one unified thing within all the states, like okay, you have to have a mental evaluation like that. Especially if you're coming from the army, I say that even more so. If you're getting out of the army, yeah, because of PTSD, you, PTSD and, and all that stuff, you need to have like a good clear evaluation should you be holding these weapons or anything like that you don't need like assault rifle or anything like that i just think personally when you when you look at something like that like assault rifle should not be owned by anybody except the military point blank period like there's no reason that anybody could validly give me for you to own an ar-15 as a true. civilian true yeah you what do you that. what are you hunting with that shit <coughs> It doesn't make sense. Like I don't get it. By the time I'm not one of the AR-15 owners, no. Because so by the time you, by the time you, you shoot know? something, by the time, <laughs> by the time you shoot something with that gun, you're like, 
okay, what trophy do I have to bring back? It's all cut up into pieces. It's yeah. like a buzzsaw. It's like, why would why, why, you need that? An automatic rifle, a shot I, rifle. I, like, I agree, man. I feel like, like those just, type of there's a certain be grade of weapon that shouldn't be civilian accessible, but mm-hmm. but you know, see, but 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 that, like, that goes into the whole idea of gun control. Right, and, but it, it's a whole concept here. I remember when the whole Dawson thing happened, he had a CX-4 Beretta, which the military never, Canadian military didn't use no longer because it was too powerful and was useful. You know, it was, there was no need for it. Yeah. But yet, Kim Veer was able to own, register that shit. Like that's to me, it's just mind-boggling. It's over. Yeah. It's it's a it's an it's overlooked by a lot of people when it comes to stuff like gun laws. And when you have people like gun lobbies and everything like that that are paying millions of dollars to politicians who don't to for them to not to like vote down on something involving guns because that's even it's and this is more in the states though. It's like both. It doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. If you if the gun lobbies give them money, they're not gonna they're not gonna vote against gun control or something yeah. like that. It's very no. Rare. I understand that, but at the end of the day, like something gotta give. You know what I mean? Is it the fact that most of these politicians, their kids are not exposed to these violence? Because that's probably, that be, it. That's that's probably, probably it. an issue. Well, for them, it's it's the lining of their pockets, pretty much. Like, well, I mean, I think at some point, if their kids were exposed to this or could be potentially harmed that's when shit gets serious yeah. right and when the threat hits home is right. when people really open their eyes right so it's the like, problem with these politicians is you know the threat hasn't hit home for them and on top of that they're they're making millions of dollars right. lobbying for these open rights towards right. owning firearms of course not like their kids are in private schools with security guards police officers monitored 24 7 so what, I, do, they have, what think, do they have to worry about? I think if you want to own a, 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 a you know a nine milli, a Glock, whatever you want to have, you should be able to own it. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but like I said, you got to be evaluated, and I think like at this point you got to be held responsible should something go wrong with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And all these people, like you know, these guys go in, they they shoot up people, then they kill themselves. To me, it's just like, and it's like. I don't know about you guys, but I think like yes, there's been 307 shooting already, but I feel like these things happen in sh- like strings. So like somebody do it, and then you like, another person. There's yeah. like four or five people motivated to yeah. do it. It's like I don't know, it's just crazy. That's oh, unfortunate, man. It sucks, man. Well, hopefully the day comes where some reform or gun control happens, and we see some type of change because. I just I don't understand how a country could just continue to go on like that, man. It's it like to the point where you really fear just leaving your house for something that shouldn't be on your mind. Like it, you shouldn't fear the next time you go to the mall or next time you go, go to, to school, school. You know what I mean? Like or anywhere, work. you know, you go to work and this may be the day somebody comes in with a gun because hey, every one point, whatever day, day yeah. somebody is. Doing a match, you're shooting. liable to be part of something yeah, that you, know, you don't intend to. Essentially, or. it's like the odds are better than the lottery at this point. You know, right. like it's it's that fucked up. It's crazy, man. Crazy. I, I just personally think, like, again, it needs to be unified. It, there's this this whole state to state thing. I think it's stupid. But you know, because you know, you're gonna tell me if if for whatever reason, let's say New York puts a crazy ban out. That citizens of New York, their life is worth more than someone in Nebraska. But you have to look at it. But that's the problem with the states, though. And that's something that needs yeah. to be fixed. Like, for example, Chicago. 
has some of the has the toughest gun laws in the world. However, they're the one that's getting the most deaths and all that stuff because of gun violence. But what people don't understand is the states next to them have very lax gun control there you policies. Go. Yeah. So they're funneling all the guns of into course. a town it's that a has all the money. Man. So like Chicago is a has is an expensive not expensive, it's like Montreal. Right. But they have money where they can buy the guns. Right. Yeah. And all those outlying other places around Chicago or the, the whole state right. just funneling guns into Chicago and right. it's like but that's again it comes down to distribution of wealth education accessibility all this thing comes down to play that's why I said and if then you if you level the playing field then everybody you know it's, it's for the benefit of everybody that's why I said I said if you give every black person and Latino person an NRA membership watch how quick gun control laws will come into effect watch I don't how think quick it comes down to just race I think it comes down to the concept of of just valuing human life, I don't. I think it's a concept of, like, if even if you give them that right to have a membership, I don't think it would decrease anything. I think it will. I think I think there'll be more action on it. And the reason I say that is because every time a politician talks about gun violence, they always bring up Chicago. Everything about gun yeah. violence, they always bring up Chicago. Well, I mean, when all right, like, so they're literally the murder capital of the U.S. Yeah, bro. but I'm like, all right, you're talking about Chicago. Let's sign them up for the NRA. Let them have let them have legal obligation to have a gun and conceal and stuff like that. Let's see what you say after that. And after be like, oh well, we know we can't have this happen. You know, we gotta have some kind of control. They're gonna have all that kind of stuff. That's Trust exactly me, that's how it's gonna say. be. That's how it's gonna be. No, I'm not disagreeing with you, but what I'm saying is, I just think like if if if, if Chicago knows that the state next door is the one that where the guns are coming from, put up a border system. Like let people get checked when they're coming back from that state. Like. I don't know. Like, do something to. What's the state next to them? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Milwaukee's not. A no, Milwaukee's a city. What's Mil the? Mil Mil will be Wisconsin. 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 Is it Wisconsin that next to Illinois? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. They have a. Ohio is somewhere close by. Ohio's there, not too. Yeah, those places have lax gun laws and stuff like that. So it's like. Well, final thoughts, so we don't have to harp yeah. on this too long. Well, you know, shout out to and my thoughts are with the people who lost. Not thoughts and prayers. No worries thoughts and prayer shit because i don't believe in the sky wizard but uh oh my god <laughs> wow do you have to offend people huh that's what i believe in sky wizard yes it's very ignorant but anyways i was ignorant have you seen him before has he talked to you final thoughts please have you seen jeebus final thoughts okay. please no no like i i feel i do feel sorry for the the families loved ones and everyone for what happened and stuff like that because it's become for me it's to the point where it's like it's bad to say this, but it's coming to the point where it's like, I'm just like, yeah, it's like. Well, you're desensitized because it happens so often that it's almost like. But, you know, you do have to say, you do have to know, mention it and bring awareness to it because you don't want to forget these people. I'm glad you've stuff. come to that realization. What's the, what's wrong with you? I'm just having flashbacks. Let him have his final thoughts, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think something's wrong. Something is in the champagne normally. I'm just having flashbacks to a moment in time. <laughs> Where I Do was you have right. Any final thoughts, Jamali? Huh? Where I was right. I accept your apology. Do you have any final thoughts, Jamali? I mean, it, it, you know, I just hope that, you know, the American people wake up and realize that human life is worth more than your Second Amendment. And, you know, it's for the betterment of everybody. And that's how you work as a society, that's how you advance, that's how you progress. And at some point in time, 
don't wait till you're affected for it to be one of your cause. Like, you, I mean, if somebody else is losing someone, you know, it may not be your child, but it could be. You know what I mean? And so, put yourself in some empathize with those that are yeah. that are affected by these things. Yep. All right. What's your not, final thought? I don't have any final thoughts. I said everything I have to say. So we're gonna get off the sad notes. We want something happier. Missy motherfucking Elliot. Yep. She will be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. First female rapper. First female rapper. Third rapper to be added next to Jermaine Dupri and and Jay-Z. We were talking about her, what, a couple months ago? About putting some respect on her name, her contribution to hip-hop and R&B, and beyond on top of that because she's contributed to pop, country, everything. everything. Like She's literally written for damn near every artist that matters in your life whether it's Cher, Madonna, Celine Dion, and then beyond cuz we know about Aaliyah, we know about Genuine. Definitely. We know about Timbaland Magoo. We yeah. know about all that. Tweet. Tweet, we know about it. We know about it. But put some respect on a real G's name, Missy motherfucking misdemeanor Elliot. Well, congrats. Yeah, she congrats deserves it. Congrats to her. She well deserved. Well, definitely. Well earned. If you don't if you're one of those people out there that, that really don't know Missy Elliott, I, I'm not even going to slander you. Just do your Googles, okay? Get on YouTube. Get on Spotify. Listen to Missy Elliott and understand greatness when you hear it. Because for years, she's been one of the premier people that just, whether it's been the music just being ahead of its time or the videos that she's put out. Creativity. Always one of like the premier creative minds in everything that she's done. And then for the people that she's worked with, the way she's she's literally single-handedly built careers from her songwriting and even from her production as well. Like, oh, for sure. She's one of those. She is like an artist artist where well, people look to her to get a, inspiration as artists, you know? Well, she's not selfish. She's the person, that who, passes, too. She's that the too. person who passes around the wealth and... She she reminds me a lot of what Kevin Hart is doing right now. Yeah. Kevin Hart is he he built his own brand, and he's spreading. He's getting everyone on at the same time. He got Rel on, yeah. Tiffany Haddish, all those people on, and stuff like well, that. Well, I mean, I think Missy is more um, transgenerational. Well, Missy yeah, Missy's been is. doing it longer. She's right, been doing it longer. Yeah. So yes, and I mean even transcontinental. Because I was watching a video the other day. I mean by Lady Leisure. Leisure, however you pronounce her name, British rapper, and like she has a song called uh, "Black Madonna," and literally it it looks like a young Missy Elliott yeah. video, and it was just like, you know, she's most likely in her. Was she wearing the garbage bag suit? Really, Jason? I'm asking a question. Yo, that's the hype suit. That's man. that was a creative. No shade, aspect. huh? Why are you throwing? That's shade? one of the most iconic video suits we've ever known. Man. Yeah, just like camera. The most like, I, no, the most iconic. The most iconic suit is the shiny fly. suits. Diddy and Mace. That's the most iconic. Well, I think. Suits. I think also. You yeah, know, but there were point. a lot of R and B acts back then that were doing the shiny suits. suits right. But when Missy came with the blow up bag yeah. suit, motherfuckers recognized. I don't know that Diddy. That Diddy shiny suit. I mean, I think it inspired Kanye and his, his the new video Kanye just had with Lil Pump or whatever his name is. 
I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. <laughs> yo, that's that, 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 that song kind of slapped, though. <laughs> Missy inspired that record. She's a Missy, it sounds almost like she's a bitch. You know the, what I mean? The, that the, ones, the, the videos that I think that, that, that nah, I think. It's a, it's a bit off. It's Missy, off. Missy Elliott's out, out of props, like in what they're wearing, what they have on. It's Missy Elliott's. Uh, ludicrous when he has the giant fist. Oh yeah, the fist and the Diddy, Diddy and Mace Chinese muscles. Yeah, and your boy Cameron in his pink outfits. That was just <laughs> his fashion style, man. He made half the world wear pink. What are you talking about? Did you ever wear pink as a Cameron? No, nah, I'll I wouldn't Cam do that. that. He had motherfuckers wearing pink. No, but I'm not, I'm not saying it negatively. I'm just yeah. saying I'm just saying <laughs> I never wore in pink. that yeah. era. Cameron in that era wearing like baggy. Yeah, people wearing pink and purple, purple. saying no homo. Yeah, like he was Which doing that. Sh- but I'm not even doing How does that it work? to be funny. But like that era, yeah, like yeah. he literally influenced so much people. You know what I mean? And then after that, you and know, Missy's one of those people. people who's yeah, like in that realm of just having like such a. And heavy I think because influence. of how Missy was so comfortable being herself, yeah, she allowed people like Diddy, you know, Luda to do, you know, do what he does, and Cameron to express themselves in the way they carry themselves, like aesthetically. I think these are people. When you're saying Diddy, Cameron, Missy, right. these are people who like they don't even care what you think. They'll do them whatever, regardless. Of no, what but there's is. a difference between doing something for like people would say Kanye did that whole video for attention, but these this is just generally who they are. You would probably catch them on a regular at the grocery store doing exactly what they're doing on TV. Dude, I see. I saw Cameron with a cape. That is the most weird. I even, I even, me for a cat as a, as a dipset. If I had cat my money, I'd probably rock a cake too. Like, what, yeah. what are you going to tell me? No, me as a dipset fan, <laughs> I even thought, like, okay, Cap, I could, I could deal with the pink, but I see you walking around day to day in a cape. And, and it, was, it was a fly cape, though, but Why it was not? a cape. And I was like, Cap, mm, I don't know if I can do this. in that shit, bro. Who cares? I don't know if I can do this, Cap. <laughs> like, who cares, man? It's a fashion Dude, statement. If, if I had the money to just. Rock but whatever the fuck I want and I not give a fuck this. what people think. I do have to say this. I'd rock a fucking cape. You know what? I do if I could get a cape right now, I'd probably rock it because I do I'm have to say this. Day. The <laughs> first week those cape went on sale, all sold out. But of course. <laughs> all sold out. Dipset all day. But on the hip hop on the hip hop topic, I actually read somewhere and Nipsey was like, Master P deserved the same respect. Oh yeah. People gotta put a lot of as a businessman. His career, like, musically, yeah, of course. Like, you put right. him up there, but, like, what he did, as far as, like, business goes, dude, like, he's one of the moguls of moguls, man. But he doesn't get the respect that he Diddy doesn't. and no, Jay-Z he does He's from the South. He doesn't get the respect. That's but but he's, he's also not as loud as these other guys no, as well. No, of course not, because he's one of those guys, too. Like, you think of it like, he had the rap career. Right. He basketball. did basketball. basketball. I think acting. he did a bit of acting as Middle well. Like, acting. he's really touched. Real estate. So many, yeah, real That's essentially where most of his earnings came from right. was the real estate he but had like, the tv show the reality show with his son at yeah one point, he had right? that as well yeah like he's one of those guys that's really touched bases on so many different industries and been successful Listen, in each master p did something i thought knowing master p went gold out of selling albums out of his trunk yeah but it's he funny because gold doing that master that's, p did so much everything that. that rappers wanted to do and everything athletes want to do Athletes want to be rappers. Rappers want to be athletes. Did both. And Master P did, did both. it all. Yeah. Like, and then he transcended both. And yeah. like I said, like his, when you really look at his track record as a businessman, as as a real estate guy, like everything he's done, he's literally done it to success. Right. And I don't know if you guys watch Growing Up Hip Hop. Um, I've heard I, of. I never watched though. He's on it. And like last season, like Dame Dash Son had an addiction to pills and 
uh, and um, syrup. And it was funny to watch him as a father, you know, try to help another man, you know, as powerful as Dame is. And, like, just literally talk. And I, to me, I was like, I was like, yo, this is actually dope. You know what I mean? Like, this is somebody, like, you need in your community who is not going to just be like, yo, that's Dame Dash problem. Like, let me yeah, just yeah. stay over here. It was pretty. He's, he seems to be a very decent, well-balanced human being. Oh, for sure. You is. know, I think that's like just in this topic of like people that are essentially underrated. Right. Yeah. Like he's definitely one of those guys that, like I said, like you look at anything that he's put himself into and the success that he's had in it. But yeah, he doesn't get the praise and he's not one of those people who begs for it. No. But like it's, like, it's like Missy too. Missy doesn't beg for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. She's like, the same thing. Missy's one of those people who when, when her name gets brought up. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you're going to get educated because right. it's Missy Elliott. But at the same time, she's very much just like she writes her music. She makes her production. She helps the artists that she's connected with. And she's never asking for anything mm-hmm. of anyone. You know, she's not asking for the accolades. She's not no. saying, give me my props. Give me my rec-. No, like, but she gets it because of that. Right. You know, especially like, you know, you look at people like Nicki Minaj, Cardi B and like, a lot of these female artists now that are are kind of like scratching at each other to be recognized where it's like when you look (laughs) at somebody like missy and you understand she's in the position she's in because she didn't look down on any of the other male or female artists coming up or get mad at anybody but 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 not only that like she never like got mad at anybody because they didn't proper but to be fair there was no one really who was doing like uh her kind of style you could you could always compare Cardi B and Nicki Minaj to like no I don't I don't mean it in that sense even in that sense I don't mean it in that sense of a matter of like her music and, and and people looking at her music and doing comparisons I mean more of just her doing her thing mm-hmm. and her making herself accessible to other artists and never demanding that you respect her for the yeah, work yeah, she's yeah. doing she's not like selfish. that's what yeah, I mean because like, like I could she's look not at even any other genre of music and and name people who are like that and and on the same tip. Name artists who are like, yo, look at me, look at me, look at me. Whereas yeah. Missy, somebody who, if she decided tomorrow to be like, I've done this, 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 and like really line up everything she's done and be like, give me my respect. As much as I'd be like, she doesn't need to do that. I wouldn't be mad at her for doing it because, yeah, give her her fucking respect. Well, yeah, track record. Yeah, of course. You know, and but, like, um, she's she somebody doesn't... that I feel has the track record that if she decided to be like, look at what I've done, I would respect it because... There's I think everybody no, would. There's nothing you can knock about her. Yeah, because she doesn't talk bad about no one. She exactly, does. She does. You know? She does a she's lot of features. She's consistent in her production. Consistent. Yeah, videos are always on point. And so I mean, you can't she complain. was popping whenever. Like you know, like if you think of a Missy Elliott era, you had Eve, right? You had Emile. You had Foxy Brown. You had Lil Kim. You, Trina had just started out. Shauna was there. Shauna well. was still going. Like you still had a bunch of female artists that were doing shit. Like yeah. it was just. She, I, just herself. she also comes at like the tail end oh, of MC Light and all the exactly, rest of them. And, and Queen Latifah Before, and, those, right. and like Lady Rage, Rage like yeah. these female Song artists who, who basically built the foundation for female right. artists to really right. come in and and have a run if they desire to, right. you know, because they broke that mold of you you can be a female rapper and really come in and just. It doesn't have to be about sex or it doesn't have to be about competition. Right. You can show love and just be in your own realm and really bring something to the table that it's not a male or female thing. It's, yo, I'm a rapper, you know? 
so that's the one thing that, like I said, man, it's it's good to see Miss Yelly getting her respects and her just dues as in the songwriting Hall of Fame, and and knowing that like of all the rappers and artists that are out there, she's the third one to get into that Hall of Fame, right. and the first female to do it. Congrats, Missy. Congrats about greatness, you know. Hove is in there. Congrats, Missy. Yeah, man. So shout out to her. I I had to bring it up because we we talked about it in the past. Yeah, and we definitely did. It's almost like we we put a little light out there. You we know spoke what I'm saying? It into existence. Damn right. Missy, <laughs> give us a shout out. <laughs> we love you, Missy. Keep it up. Keep it up. All right. So what's next, man? What's on your minds? Derek Rose, man. Oh yeah. We spoke about him last, last week, but he week. had another great game, man. Another amazing, what was it, seven for nine from three? Yeah. I respect what he did. I'm still not convinced. I, I want to see consistency from you. Like, well, uh, that's the all. one thing I'll but say I'm about convinced Derek what Rose. He did. And, I, and I believe what he did was pure motion, like everything like that. Like, you know, he was getting flack for years and stuff like that. And he had a game. He had an well, amazing like, game. We, he deserved we know that. But I want to see consistency. Outside of like the injuries, you also have like the, the court situation that was yeah. out there. But just... Looking at him as what he's bringing to the Timberwolves right now, what he's bringing to the NBA as a player, right? You're seeing the old way he used to play. He can't play anymore, obviously, because of his injuries. But he's evolved his game in a way that most people don't do, do right, or like they try to do and they can't accomplish it right. because you, especially if you know you have somebody like him who for sure has been playing since he was younger than like maybe like nine years old, Even ten years younger, old, probably. It's like you you play a certain style your whole life to now have to force an adjustment this late in your career and to be successful at doing it, like turning yourself into a mid-range, long-range shooter. And and when you drive the lane, you don't go as hard. Like you, you go for like the, the easier, more easier on your body layups and, and you don't really push that physical side of the game. And you're seeing the adjustments he's making is allowing him to be at this high competitive level that you're looking at him like this is like, you're seeing an MVP shining style of Derrick Rose that we haven't seen in so long. We but, haven't seen this Derrick Rose to be, but good, that's, to be but quite that's honest. But that's exactly it. But it's because it's not a Derrick Rose we've but seen But this before. game, what he has right now, is what the, is the game he should have always had. That's hard that, to say. No. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's hard because, to say. Like, because the scouting report when he was coming out of college, they had everyone had O.J. Mayo, number one. Where's O.J. Mayo now? Huh? No, but O.J. Mayo... O, I understand what you like, mean. I understand like, what you mean But where O.J. Mayo is now because that's... I can't shit. say he should have came out playing this way because the reason he's in is because of the way he plays. Yeah, right. yeah, I know, but that's uh, like saying like Westbrook shouldn't be that like physical dominant player that he is. But Westbrook but, wouldn't have averaged a triple double and won the MVP. But the, the if pro- he wasn't that stuff. The problem player. with their type of game, uh, Westbrook and Derrick Rose, the way they used to play, or how Westbrook plays now, is that it's it's too ball dominant and the way they play is very aggressive in which they can get hurt but they play explosively they play yeah. explosively but it's to whose benefit though that and that that was but, that was I the mean, issue you can't you can't like you gotta understand if i'm do if i'm getting recognized for doing a there's nothing that give me a reason to go to do b yeah no you're right i, right? I understand and it, so at this point you no longer could do a and what you most most athletes once they get hurt, like especially Derrick Rose level, they're done. Yeah, what like you're really most seeing average players like having that many knee surgeries, especially yeah, on both no, they'll knees, be done. They'll be done. They're the not league. coming back, let right. alone coming back to a level where you're you're looking at a guy who is the best on the team. But he's but I I think Derrick Rose to me is a transcendental. 
He's a, he trans. He's not just another person. He just he's a transcendental talent. So even though he does get hurt, he has enough left in him to transform his game where he could still but average very few fifteen to twenty. Even have the ability to alter. But that's why I said he's one of those one that's apart from them. He's apart from that. I don't. Even, I can't even name you an athlete that like tried. McGrady tried, didn't do well. Yeah. Well. Back injuries or... But McGrady didn't start off the way he did. Man. Same thing with Kobe. McGrady Kobe? was aggressive. Are you crazy? Yeah, McGrady wasn't aggressive. McGra- McGra- Straight out of high school? Dude, he, he would dunk on everyone what? whenever he got the he chance. He would take off from areas. High flyer. flyer. Like, were you crazy? Him but, and Vince had a very similar game where the, yeah. they just wanted to... The thing they were high, like their mid-range was good, long-range developed later on, but they were all but about even, even if you paint. look at Vince right now as a 40-year-old player... Like this is not the Vince who played Toronto who played no, with the no, Nets because Vince, Vince developed his shot. Vince, Vince Carter should have been as good as Kobe Bryant. He should have been, and there was reports that saying that because Vince Carter didn't put in the work or the effort where they know he could have done as Kobe, that's the reason he didn't become. You know, any, he should have been you know, exactly I, I, a Kobe. I look at it as they first off they're not the same style of player. Not huh? at all. They're not far. the same style of player. You know, and and to by to far. say you should have played this certain way that. That's why you're you're not where you should have been. Their no. games. That's all a hindsight twenty twenty thing. But when we looked at Vince Carter, especially like prime Vince Carter, you know when when he was developing that shot, when he was still like jumping over seven footers, you know, that like was in, that New that Jersey, was that was New Jersey, game. but I'm, that was New no, Jersey Vince Carter. But what I'm saying, no, I'm I'm talking like height of Toronto. But like again, you you gotta what understand. He was that's what allowed him to be where he was. Then he gets his injuries, and. Like, you can't account for injuries at any point. You know, people only really change their game once they get older, once injuries come in, once they realize their bodies can't handle it. Right. You make the adjustments at that point. Because remember, when Kobe Bryant first came in, he was one of those guys, too. High flyer. He was a like high that. flyer, but he was fortunate that he didn't have those type of injuries, like a back injury but th- that's or the knee injury that really derails that's what I'm talk- your That's what I'm talking about right now. Because Kobe, he put in the work. No. Th- no th- I would stop Kobe, you right there, But then. I said Kobe made a change. As he got older, but he, not only that, like I said, he avoided those injuries. Not that only really that, because he put in the change. work no, no, no. as well. Kobe, yeah, he, I'm not taking away that he put in the work, but unlike Vince Carter, unlike Tracy McGrady, unlike LeBron James, when Kobe came into the league, he had at least a two to three year span of adapting to a process. These guys were put in a situation where they had to be go hard every night for their team to win. That was never on Kobe's shoulders. When Kobe started. Because when Kobe started in Del Harris, when Kobe was going off the boat, Del Harris always used to bench Kobe. Why do you think they got Phil Jackson? Why do you why do you think the but specific Kobe, reason the but Lakers Kobe got... Wasn't, Kobe that's wasn't a point even a starter. To what saying. Huh? That's a point to what he's Kobe saying. Kobe wasn't even a starter when he came as, out of the Why league. do you think the reason well, that because is? Because you had Eddie Jones. Jones. Because what he's saying is Kobe wasn't put in a position where immediately he had to be forced into this. You have to do everything. You have to be that dominant force in order to win. Right. And that... Essentially helped his body out of the grow. long run. Yeah, what two years? That's a lot. Two that's, years can make a lot of difference. That's man. 164 and, and like fucking I said, games. And when you look at a situation like look at somebody like it's a Tracy years, McGrady, look at somebody years. like a that's Vince Carter. That's 164. Who you, when you get games. that injury, when you get that type of injury where it's like a lower back injury, you get a bad knee injury, it forces you to change your game. So you're not slowly developing this new game. It's like. You're yeah, injured. Once you come back, guess what? You can't do these things anymore. Dude, I've seen Kobe Bryant played before Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady got injured with broken fingers and all that stuff, wearing the mask and all that stuff. I've seen Kobe took more yeah, but core of, more of a beating than these people fingers, did. Broken fingers 
isn't the same as a lower back injury where you have to have surgery on your back or a knee injury where you have to have surgery on your knee. But yeah. also, I think I think what That's you're a also missing different because you're looking at it in terms of time. You know how much banging an NBA player takes to run a full season. I understand that, but look—that's a lot. But look at look at you. Also, have to look at the competition that, that they're playing compared to the competition that Kobe's playing. Kobe went against. No, it's not, it's not a conversation about competition. Oh no, no, no! I let him keep going, keep going. No, I want you're, you're, him, going, keep you're going. going against a tougher Western Conference against seven footers. You're going against Tim Duncan and them people all the time. You're going against Chris Webber and them all the time. Who's always gunning for you all the time? Right, but guess what? Kobe didn't have to face them until. Two years into his career. But no, but... But hold on. I'm, let me finish what I had to say. But when you had a player like Vince Carter, you know, straight out had of... no one to face. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. What are you talking about? They were done. Vince Carter came into the league in fucking 90... But guys, understand something. Having a conversation about the <laughs> competition you're facing has absolutely nothing to do with the style of player Play, you right, are. That, but that's the whole point. Who, regardless of they came in who you're the going year. up against on the court, the style you play is what contributes to the type of injuries you may face. Right. Once so, Vince Carter damaged his toe, he couldn't jump as the way he was jumping. And that's the like. And like I said, for those guys, when you get an injury that literally forces you into changing your style of play, because you're not easing yourself into that change in development in your play, it's literally like once you come back into the court. You can't do these jumps anymore. You don't have the same push off your off your leg that right. you had before. My so now you're forced in a position of right here, right now, I have to become a shooter. But my, and my, if that wasn't a part of your repertoire before, you're going to have a slower development and getting back into my it. My point is, is that when Kobe was essentially evolving in the NBA, he was doing exactly what Vince Carter, Tracy McGitter were doing. Not at all. Ascent, but he was putting in the extra effort. Not at this all. Is why, this is why people say Kobe Bryant is the ultimate workhorse. This dude comes in at 4 in the morning to work out. Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady weren't doing this. You don't Trace, know that. That's, that's what's been reported by a lot of people. People said Vince Carter never used to go to the gym to work out. For him to work out was playing basketball. This is what ESPN reporters keep saying about Vince so Carter. So if he's on the court constantly playing, that's working out. That's yeah, working but out. you had Kobe Bryant who was in the gym. The physical gym pushing weights. Vince Carter did not do that. This no, is the only point. Vince Carter wasn't in the gym. Bro, this is what people. This nuts. is what people were reporting. ESPN. And, and by the way, by by the way Vince Kobe, Carter and not be in the by, gym. By the, I'm sorry, all, man. By, by, by the way, when impossible. There are, when dude, people, Vince Carter had a bigger frame as far as his muscle build was than Kobe. And they were the same height. And you're telling height. me he wasn't in the they gym. They were the same height. By that's the way, that's fine. You Come can everything. Who said that? There's players. There's players. I want to know who said. First, Vince Carter wasn't in the gym. First of all, when they said Kobe Bryant was in the gym. It's always lined to his basketball. He shoots X amount of jump shots. Yeah. He does this. He wasn't working out, bro. Kobe's like, known for spending hours on the free throw line yeah. or just doing around the world over and over, over for again. hours. Yeah. Like, we will, you can never discredit Denied the that. work that You're he put crazy. in as far as no. developing his shot. And like I said, he didn't have those injuries that forced him into doing it. He was one of those guys that realized as he was getting older, because he didn't have those injuries, but he realized he didn't have that quick step anymore that he could blow by people. Right now's my time to like work on my fadeaway. Right, let me work on my mid-range jumper. Let me work right. on my shot so that way I don't have to keep punishing myself on the inside. But also, you have to also be honest with yourself, Jason. I realized that Tracy McGrady came straight out of high school. So did Kobe Bryant. Right, point. he came straight out of high school. He was the main go-to point guard on the Raptors. Okay, Kobe came out of high school. 
he was a second, if maybe a third option for his team. Kobe had the ability, whether he wanted to or not, to have learned from other people ahead of him on how to style his game to have longevity. Tracy McGrady had to learn that as he got along. That's a difference. You know the value Kobe had? Like, people... Kobe's great. I'm so not taking you, away from You can't it. blame Kobe for when he was drafted. Not, That's what you're saying. But I'm not saying... No one's blaming Kobe. No one's Kobe. blaming him. But it's also a gift to have... People there to guide you. Okay, and but that's the Lakers to. compared to an expansion franchise, which is the Toronto Raptors. They had no one. It's an expansion franchise so, compared to a so team that's therefore, been there the therefore saying that they're all, Kobe's better because he had. That's a factor you need to put but in. It's there not as even well. a conversation of who's better or not. Right, but I'm just it's saying it's simply a matter of player styles. Player style, but I, but that's also but also think about it. you model your game based on what you're exposed to. Like he had, yeah. he had Brian Shaw, who was who was a great point guard, who had great handles. He had Van Exel, who was a great shooter. He had Eddie Jones ahead of him at some point. Yeah, but his game is he, his he, game is mostly styled around around Jordan. That's what his game is. When again, people when people say what's the next, what's the closest thing to Jordan, they always say Kobe Bryant. That's what they always you, say. But you're you're not you not understand what I'm saying to you. What I'm saying to you is when you watch, like if I'm sitting on the bench and I'm watching. Rick Fox playing, mm -hmm. and I watch Eddie uh, Van Exel is playing, and Rice. I forgot Glenn Rice was there ahead of him too. I could pick up a oh, I see how this guy move. Chasey McGrady didn't have that luxury to watch people close and practice again, with him and understand again. that. Let's get some final thoughts on this because it's uh, to me, circles. But that's what I mean, I, I again, give Derek Rose props. I think it's amazing. Not a, I don't think that there's very few people who able to suffer what he suffer go through what he went through and somehow come out on the the winning side even this is a you know i see it four times this year i'll be happy for him each time it happens Yo, Rose and is that's doing it. his thing man you got to give him his props where it's due man it's that simple yeah i wanted to see more consistency if i'll believe where how he gets if he can do it more consistently but um like yeah there's two games that everyone has and kobe got 60 points in his bullshit last season so it's not about kobe right it's now. not about kobe it's about Somebody who's gone through a lot and has come out on the end where they're in one game. I want to see it consistently. Two games, huh? Two games fine, but how do, do you it, have, can you do just give Derek for Rose more props? Games. Huh? I give. I did give him props for the one game. But why you need to compare him to Kobe? Yeah. I'm not comparing him to Kobe. I'm you like, said. You said I like said Kobe. Everyone has we one like good to give game. Flowers while they can. No, smell. but you you said like Kobe. Like yeah. Kobe, who had one good game in his last his last game. We don't appreciate backhand comments. That's what Compliment. it is. Just give the oh, copy. Iverson played with a lot of injuries, and Iverson had a lot of good games. I'm just saying. And Iverson put in that work. Anyways. He never went to practice. Moving on. He didn't go to practice. He said that. What about that motherfucker Zion? <sighs> Human man child. <laughs> I said he's Big Baby Davis with athleticism and uh, 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 he, a sharper he, him physique. Him and LeBron came from the same planet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I LeBron see and Charles Barkley, they're, dude, he's bigger than what LeBron they're, they're was sick, at that age. They're sick. Man. They're Hell really yeah. sick inside, but I want to see them shooting though. He reminds me a lot of Sean Kemp, dude. He was hitting three. He reminds bro. me a lot of Sean Kemp. He doesn't remind me of Sean Kemp. He reminds me of Charles Barkley, if anybody. Charles Barkley couldn't move that way, dog. No, I would, I would put him more on a Kemp side than Barkley. Sean Kemp, Charles Barkley, young Barkley. Charles Barkley, young, young Barkley was, was not moving was like good, that. But I'm talking size wise, like they're not same height. But Zion is more comparable as far as physique and to, size to Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp was massive. So is so is Charles Barkley. Later on, not early on. 
Charles Barkley was never that athletic yeah. either. Sean Kemp came in and you were just like, who the fuck is this, this guy dude jumping, was jumping out the gym, out like the gym like this? Gym but, crazy. Yeah, but, <laughs> Sean Kemp, but the thing about it, what I'm saying, Charles Barkley, is because Sean Kemp was jumping out of the gym, but he, he didn't have like a shoot. Like, look, I mean, but Zion's Zion's shot they can't is shoot not either. 100% there. No, Zion's get, Zion but he, has a But three. he could shoot. I see homie pull up his, with his free throw. His mid-range is good. His mid-range, mid-range is all good. is good. But that shot he is, could post is phenomenal. Up. I think he has to go take a wee-wee. You got to answer uh, to his calls. Or the wifey calling. It's one of the two. But yeah, man, no, I look at Zion, I'm just like, Psh. First off, Duke, what the fuck? You got the top three prospects on your team just going fucking um, ham right by now. By the way, so did Kentucky. Kentucky, they had the, there was, that was the, the, the two team with the best uh, draft, uh, well, selection, I don't know, recruiting yeah. of the NCAA. But these guys put a spanking on them boys. I'm not surprised. I I was shocked. I'm not. Like, first off, you get the top three prospects to come out to your team, and then you add Coach K just giving them the knowledge. I'm not surprised these guys are out there just having the t- Like, they look like the Golden State Warriors of the NCAA, man. That, after that one game alone, then... I, I feel like it's gonna be the easiest coaching year for Coach K. Well, you see, the thing is, like, I was I was listening to I think it was Stephen A. Smith, and they made a great point. You know, they said like, Coach K is the reason why Fab Five didn't go anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's been at the, the 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 even for UNLV back in those days, he caused them to like just they lose to them all the time. Yeah. Now all of a sudden. He's the coach that everybody has to stop, but he's been able to stop everybody. So it's going to be well, look, interesting to see how one he... One thing I always say about Coach K is like he's one of those guys that's like, no matter how you, like where your allegiance lie, you have to respect Coach K. 100%. What he's done in, in college basketball, and then on top of that, what he's done for like the U.S. Team, US men's basketball, team. Yeah. It's like he's one of those guys that when you can get professional athletes... To come and play for you, knowing that, yeah, you're the college coach, but they all look at him and they say, this is a guy who every time I'm in a game, every time I I step on the court, he teaches me something right. and he shows me something about my game and, and shows me something about what's happening in the game that right. I'm not noticing and I'm at that professional level. Right. That's the type of guy that you got to give their props and their respect, you know? Definitely. So when it comes to Coach K, like, whether you're a Duke fan or not, like no matter what you feel oh. about that, like you got to look at him and be fan, like, you got to respect his yeah. presence in the game. Like as a basketball fan, as as somebody like, and for myself, like I I love strategic type type of styles, and right. he's one of those guys that he can just, no matter who the team is, he just finds a way to break them down for a way that his players could go in there and dominate. A hundred percent, and he's a very like meticulous player. Like you got to give it to him. And he knows how to play to, like, that's what I was saying last week with Tim Thibodeau. I think the fact that Derrick Rose is playing for someone who who, kind of, like, understand Derrick Rose plays, you know, his style, the way he plays. Well, yeah, he had them them for how many years? For years. So that's why I'm saying this is why we're seeing also a revival. That's essentially the Chicago team that was there last year with Taj Gibson. Right. Rose. uh, Well, Noah's not there. Well, Noah's not. No, it's trash. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's trash. They, got, they finally bought him up, but they still owe him money. How much owe him? I don't know. He was getting $30 million last I think a good like 16 mil or something like that. They might owe him or something like that. Knicks are trash anyways. 
You don't talk about the Knicks. Like <laughs> put some respect on New York teams. Bro. So, um, yeah, so you guys, before I left here, you're saying Zion is going to be, he's most likely going to get drafted. Um, First overall? Mm, I think he gets second. First overall. Yeah, I only think, I most likely You'll think be he's crazy. Be second. Anybody who pass up on Zion is an idiot. But you're get, look who you're getting at first, though. Who? You're getting Barrett at first. Barrett's not going. Huh? I think Barrett's going. Why? I I think Barrett Barrett right now is going to play a second year. I believe that highly. Why? He has absolutely no reason to do that. Do you realize Duke, Kansas, and Kentucky, those are one-and-done one schools. Yeah, they are. They're all one-and-done schools. Why? Because you know why? Because there could be maybe the second season. They could... Um, jeopardize that or have some injury you hurt your draft stock that's why you want to be drafted as high as possible have all that hype coming with you and get just you know just get drafted can't uh i think bear's gonna be first um zion is gonna be second <laughs> that's, what the, that's what i think i i think i think you'd be crazy not to pick zion first i think zion's gonna go over barrett i don't know i really would i i really i think it really depends on the team right because at the end of the day, Barrett's still the number one guy on that team right now. Thanks. He still is, but I and think I think I think at the end of the day, like everybody's looking at Zion as well. They want to see his development, right? If I think he would hurt year, himself to come out one and done. I think they both should do two years. Well, I like I said, I really want to see the development because, no. like I said, singing the praises of Coach K. Let's see what he's able to do with these guys in one year. Barrett, I would be shocked if he spends an extra year. I think he's. One and done. Zion, if he spends the extra year, will will basically just be on what his progression was. You know, you think Barrett's ready for the league? Yes. I do think so. He's better than freaking... I do think so. Austin Rivers. He's well, I mean, Austin bro, that's everybody. Austin Rivers shouldn't even be in the league. Like, the thing about Barrett is he's, he's an impact player. He's one of those guys that you know can come in there. He can shoot. He can drive. He has the stature. And so does Zion. He doesn't have Zion no, can't shoot thing, yet. The thing about Zion is, like I said, for him, we're seeing that he has a shot, right. but it's not it's not a consistent shot. Whereas Barrett, it's like it's it's there. I don't know why Zion reminds me of a young LeBron. The the one thing everybody no. loves about Zion is his athleticism. Like Zion doesn't dude remind is me. Dude, two hundred eighty five pounds, jumping out the gym like he's big physique. He could play on the block. But then at the same time, he could take you on a mid-range. And now we're seeing he has a three-point shot, yeah. which is something that he wasn't showcasing at all in high school. For he all doesn't, reasons. He like, doesn't remind he me of LeBron. bodying little kids that are like... You know, he, well, he, like doesn't, he doesn't like, remind on. me of LeBron at all, though. They're, they're games I will are, say he reminds me... Like I said, like I look at him like he's high more of a LeBron big baby Davis. Like He reminds me of, of a big baby Davis. He has that strength on the inside, but then he has that mid-range jumper that can force defenses to really like play outside Respect on him. Respect his, yeah. You know? And like... If he can get that three going like Big Baby Davis did, now you're looking at a guy that really is stretch he's court. a three place like he he will stretch out a defense. Right. He can be a three and D guy, but at the same time, if he needs to take you on the inside, you know he has the strength to do it. But he also plays very well def very, very good defense. Yeah. You know, like so, whether it's his zone defense or man to man, like you see, like he's always in position in position he's always looking to, to be there for the help like it's very rare that defensively he's slacking very rare right i think his defense even better than his offense 
see what the I, NBA is. I would say that, yeah. I would say that. But like anything, it's a risk because NBA is always a completely different beast for anyone who goes up to the Yeah, of summer, course. So you never. But which I, is why. But it's I a, think it's he's also a coachable. Like yeah, everything I've ever, ever heard about him is so positive. They're very like. You got to get him a good coach. Yeah, because, well, that's why I say it's a matter of. In this time, in this season that he's there, let's see his development. Who's let's likely to go growth. number? Who's likely to be to have the number one draft pick, based on how the NBA this is season, going. yeah, how it's going right now, look like the Cavs once again. My guy, those guys are garbage. Hot Do they garbage. even have a win yet? I think they have one win. They maybe? did. They got a win over who? This summer when they signed Kevin Love. <laughs> <laughs> That's a win. Jr. Smith still shooting. <laughs> Shoot or shoot, dog. <laughs> shoot or shoot. I love uh, Jr. You don't like Jr. No, wait, 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 wait. You don't like Jr. No more. Bro, they've been winning since they drafted Jr. They not drafted since they signed Jr. But you don't like Jr. No more. Jr. is my guy. What do you mean? Yo, we 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 love Henny Smith over here. Okay. You, what's wrong with you? I'm just, I'm just we asking. love Henny Smith over here. Jr. Smith, bro, you the can't man. disrespect Jr. Smith. The man, the legend, the guy who flew. He's gonna be remembered for. Losing LeBron another title. No, he's not going to remember hey, for that. Like, you're stupid if you remember respect JR, JR, man. JR just for that. Put some respect on JR's name. JR, JR has been doing He had to deal with Carmelo, okay? <laughs> not only that, but like huh? honestly, one of the few kids who come out of high school who stay consistent. Yeah. JR Smith is probably the most consistent high school draft ever. See, so he's, he can well, outside of LeBron. So he consistently stayed inconsistent. <laughs> He wasn't in. When has he been inconsistent? There, are, there are times where Jarrett Smith shoots the ball, it goes in all the time. But there are times where he's missing everything. Kobe was once like that. He's too. still here, huh? He's still money. Yeah, he's still money. He's still money when he makes it, but he's. Uh, <laughs> bro, you talk so much. He's smack, slow bro. money. Slow money. You talk he's so like much it. smack. Other Look, than Kobe Bryant, who else? If, can, if Jarrett Smith is what slow money is, can I have it, please? Yes, please sign me up. Because <laughs> fuck. I would love to have that slow money. Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> I want that slow money. Fuck, man. All right. Is there anything else? I mean, other than Zion doing his thing, sports. You know, I ain't going to talk football with y'all. How are the Bulls doing? Chicago? Trash. We're not doing too well. No, well, I but mean, it's still early in the season. Like I said, the one thing I respect about Tyler is... He he wasn't a big football fan, so he just lashed on to the last place team, Tyler, which is the Cleveland you, Browns. You should never have gone for the Browns. And he's not I a shouldn't. big basketball fan, so he just lashed on to a, a team that's currently pretty shit, which is the Chicago Bulls. Oh, and let let but let, and, let and understand like though. he didn't he didn't join them because of bandwagoning no. of Michael Jordan or anything. Let's just say this: he joined the Bulls because of the spanking they got from the Warriors. Yes, literally. When the Warriors way? were up 92 at half, <laughs> he was like, that's my team, the Chicago Bulls. Tyler, Not even that's my team, the Golden State is Warriors. This, is he this said, true, Tyler? Is this what you did? That's my team, oh my the God. Chicago Bulls. He picked the team that was getting destroyed. So I have the utmost respect for this Hell man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Tyler. I like Jason, you know, who jumped on Kobe, you know. What are you talking about, dog? Yeah, I've been I mean, a Laker fans when Magic was winning, dog. When Magic was winning. You don't even you you remember. You don't have memories of Man that. ain't got no memories of Magic, but he was a Magic I remember fan. Michael Thompson playing. Oh, yeah. J- Teague? Jeff Teague? Oh, Jeff Teague. <laughs> Jeff Teague's <laughs> asshole. Is he still with the, the Timberwolves? I, I, I think uh, so, yeah. yeah. I think so. 
Didn't they have Jeff Teague? <laughs> Tyler thinks the Bulls should get Jeff Teague Jeff just Teague because he hip checks people. Oh, he played for Atlanta. Played <laughs> for Atlanta. Played for Atlanta. Yeah. I respect. Atlanta. I respect him, man. Oh yeah, my bad. I, re- I respect Tyler's uh, decision making as far as teams go, man. What's your shittiest option? That's what I want. Yeah. Like, because there's only one way to go, and it's uh, up. There you go. I re- I, yeah, I, yeah. I respect it. Very man. logical. I'm not. I gonna... respect it. I I literally know only two Cleveland Browns fans, Tyler, and my boy Tony. Shout out to him. He joined. He decided once he was going to become a football fan. He did the same thing that Tyler did. He's like, "Who's the last place team?" It's like Cleveland Browns. He's like, "I'm a Cleveland Browns." Tyler, fan. you know and you had it. no choice. If you had picked Cleveland, you'd have lost. And if it wasn't Cleveland, it would have been Detroit, and you would have still lost. Or if it was, or you can always pick. You could always, always, <laughs> always pick the Giants. Always pick the Giants or or Buffalo oh, last. Too. The last. They're shit too. <laughs> Last you can always pick the Chargers. You're definitely going to never make it to the playoffs. Six and two. We're making the playoffs. No, they'll make the playoffs. They're just not going to win. Bro, the, the last time Phillip what? Rivers won a playoff game was in 2009. You mean the year the Patriots We're almost changed? You mean 10 the, years removed from that you mean period. The, you mean the season where the Patriots cheated to win that Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Hey. Where the Chargers lost whoa, against whoa, whoa, whoa. A, a fully loaded cheating team? Okay, I get it. So they say. They yeah, can. there's no proof to that. Look, look at them say. smiling because they know there's proof to there's it. No proof there's to proof that. to it. That's hearsay. Hey, I'm a Broncos fan. I, I really don't care. But yeah, neither do I. I, I will can, say. I just know they never won against The greatest us rule that ever matters. come into play was the Tuck rule. Against the Giants? Because it made when sure the Raiders didn't win shit. So uh, well, last game they played, I remember away, that. Tom Brady. Chargers beat them. I was talking about Tom Brady. He never won a Super Bowl against the Giants. And he never put we are not having this conversation again. So until we are not having this conversation rings. again. Two it is rings. my birthday weekend. We are not having this conversation it's again. Jason's birthday. Get a new stick. Two rings. Get a new stick. No, last weekend should have been his birthday weekend because his birthday was on oh, Monday. Oh yeah, he left okay? us last weekend. This is my birthday weekend. Get a new stick. Right? We're not talking about this anymore. Two rings. I don't fucking care, man. <laughs> two more than you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, shut the fuck up about two rings. You dig? God oh, damn it. Two rings. Fuck. Well, if Philip Rivers had three, you would have been boasting all the time. Hey. No, I wouldn't have said anything. Hey. You boast about Kobe's ring all the time. I stopped. This Jamali is going. Fuck. This Jamali is going. I stopped. You, you, have got, you guys stop. fall into old habits way too easily. All right, man. Let's wrap it up. It's like muscle memory for you guys. We're about to wrap it up. Yeah, right? let's wrap it up. Let's, let's wrap, wrap it up. All right. Let's wrap it up by me taking a swig straight from the bottle. Now, but everyone, thank you. Everyone for, I guess, I'll, I could speak for myself and Matt, too. Thanks for the birthday wishes. I really do appreciate it. Um, people actually took time to wish you guys happy birthday? Yes, because we're, we're I can tell you people. a little story after this, though. I, Am I, wait, wait, wait. My birthday started early. I can tell you that. Do I need to know this story? Oh, it's not, it's not that. No, oh, okay. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> you got scared. <laughs> you no, sweating. I'm not sweating, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. This dude is sweating under these lights, huh? <laughs> yeah, lights sweating under these lights. <laughs> yeah, birthday started early. I can tell you that Nah, much. but everyone, thanks. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. You got a second wishes. trip? I wish. Huh? I wish. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you, this time <laughs> you're going to Venice. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Where are you going next time? I'm going to... Bro, you might Venice in the winter. If I was, that's marriage. Would have been the first thing I announced. That's that's marriage proposal. If if that happened <laughs> to Venice, you don't know me, bro. To his second wife, you know, you pull a Ronaldinho out here, <laughs> married two women on the same day. Hey, we don't support that fascist anymore. I'm sorry. Who? I could put you on some privy shit, bro. We'll talk about it after. Ronaldinho. 
Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it off air. We'll, right. br- we'll probably bring it up next episode if you want to. All right. But yeah. We're going to cut it off here because uh, I'm Good ready point. to get drunk. Yep. I'll be quite honest with you guys. Hey, man. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for showing love. I'm surprised we even got as much time as we did because we did not develop a program whatsoever for this episode. Because I'm here, man. Uh, you know. Definitely Cause, not cause, the cause case. Because you're here? I'm here. Because you're here? Definitely I not told the case. you, I'm the black Ghostbuster. Dude, I make everything happen behind the scenes. Because you're here, we talked about Kobe yes. and two rings. Shut up. And Philip Rivers. <laughs> Definitely not what I Fuck. wanted to talk about. That's what people because want to listen to. Because I'm here. Why do you think our, our goodness Why do you think we get high viewerships? We're not Lakers in, Nation, in, bro. In the California hey, thing. Hey, shh. Thank you guys for listening to the Don't Be Mad podcast. You, LA, we're going to be you. signing off because we're going to get litty to motherfucking titty. Going to have a great fucking night getting blitzed out of our minds. Speak for yourself. I'm not doing none of those things. Yeah, you are. I am not. No, you have no fucking say. I have a you say. You have no fucking say. I'm a grown ass adult. And I, I can break say. your grown ass knee. Shut the fuck up. Thank Excuse you guys for listening. Me. As I was saying, yeah, I'm getting aggressive. Yo, you're not about that smoke, bro. You speaking spicy. Right you don't now. throw hands. But you're not about that. Smoke. You don't throw hands. Stop speaking spicy. Yo, you got a little bit too much dip on your chip right now. You better watch you're yourself. Talking extra spicy. <laughs> Wrap the show up, bro. Can I sign out, please? Hurry up, man. Fucking dickhead. Make this happen quickly. Once again, thank you guys for listening to the Don't Be Mad podcast. <laughs> you know where you can find us: Twitter and Instagram at Don't Be Mad Pod. You can find us on Facebook. Shut up, fuck. <laughs> Don't be mad podcast. And we are starting the YouTube channel. For everyone who's been asking us for the YouTube, we are officially starting it. So expect if everything goes smoothly on Wednesday for the first YouTube episode to be dropped for you guys. So stop fucking asking us, okay? Okay? It should be today. God damn it. Or whenever you're watching this. We out. Whatever you're listening. Love. If you're listening on Monday, it's coming out on Wednesday. If you're listening on Wednesday, then fucking check the YouTube channel. It should be up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Say your goodbyes. I'm out, man. Love is love. Peace out, people. Peace.